The first things to look for is how bright they are, how close to the skin the lights are going to be, and whether they have diodes or whether they have SD cards. Welcome to this week's episode of Beauty Babble. Today we're talking about how to pick an LED machine or any machine really, when there are so many options. Our guest is our very own boss, Tara, the owner and operator of Beauty Cult Canada, a beauty supplier out of Edmonton. We finally got you, Tara. How are you? I'm good. If you're wondering why we're laughing amongst ourselves, it's because the word boss is not used in our place of work. She is our team leader. So I, we wanted to bring you on because I have witnessed myself over many, many years, all the efforts that you take in researching and looking into devices and understanding everything about it. So we thought because LEDs is one that can any, be anywhere from like $80 to thousands and thousands of dollars, can you share with us a little bit of what to look for or how should someone go about choosing an LED and what makes it right for them? Yeah, well, with now all the online platforms, they are everywhere for every price. And I think from a professional angle, if you want to have something that your customers can use to support their treatments at home, you're going to want to have something that you're not going to find on those and that are going to be highly effective because otherwise why do it, I guess. So the first things to look for, I think, is how bright they are, how close to the skin the lights are going to be. And there's a couple other things like whether they have diodes or whether they have SD cards. So the SD cards are little square, they look kind of like microchips. And you'd think by looking at them when they're off that they wouldn't produce light, but they actually have a longer longevity, I guess, than the diodes. And it's hard to tell if your diodes are failing because they just start to dim, they don't actually burn out. And are you you referring to the professional aspect when you're when you're including this in services? What to look for uh, so versus product, so right? First, hmm. when we first got in, started researching and getting into it, we had bought a very expensive machine that came with lights out of Italy, and it came with multiple masks, a helmet for hair growth, and body pads, and they had those little SD cards in them and I we paid a lot of money for it and then when I started researching all these handheld devices that were online I thought well why did why would somebody spend so much money on one of those devices like we did when there's so many available that are smaller but that being said a lot of the little ones that first came out have the diodes so you're going to get probably about 10,000 hours out of those little diode lights, hopefully. And out of the bigger machines that you've invested a lot more money in that have the SD cards. And I think with competition, they probably come down now, but you're looking at more like 100,000 hours of light. Oh, that's a very big difference, eh? Yeah, so, mm -hmm. so yeah, there's, yeah, your quality, you're gonna wanna look like at, and the spacing too, right? Isn't it the spacing yeah. between the lights as well? So the more light, the better, the better it is. 
And then when we, so then, you know, cause you think you're under lights every day. Now everyone's going to LED lights. So you're thinking, well, like what is it actually gonna do for you? But it's, it's NASA technology. So they were trying to grow plant life in space in, the, in darkness. And they realized that how much they could speed up the growth of the plants. So then in tune, it got brought into this the aesthetic or the skincare industry. And they realized, oh, they can speed up your cell rejuvenation, your your turn, your cell turnover and that. And so that's kind of how it's evolved and it's gotten more and more popular. And I think with the competition, it's got less expensive a lot of the times, but they really, like just for myself, they I really find that it does help with healing. It does help with calming the skin. The blue light helps with, it's at that superficial about 430 nanometers. And it's helping with as a bacteria side kind of for acne. The yellow light helps with, or green helps with pigmentation, de uh, detoxification, kind of lymphatic drainage. And then your red light is your most popular. That one's at about 830 nanometers. And it's going to help with your fine lines and overall wellness. It, I kind of tell clients that it turns back the clock on your cells. So it gets, it kind of speeds it up. So they start acting like they did at a younger age. And then the the one that's really good that we just got in in this, an inexpensive device, it has infrared. And that one, I mean, you could probably, some gyms have it where you can sit in an infrared sauna and you don't actually see that light. It's invisible to the naked eye, but it will help with your deeper wrinkles and more pain management because it's at over a thousand nanometers depth that it so it does help with also, oh, sorry, Turin, go ahead. Go on. I was just saying that it also helps not just everyone thinks it's the anti-wrinkle or the helping the fine lines, but it actually works deeper into the tissue, including the muscle and the fascia and everything. So it helps to um, rejuvenate it, I guess you could say, for less pain, pain management, all of that. So it's it's beyond just for Some of the most interesting things that I found was the research on Parkinson's and it comes out of New Zealand and what it can help Parkinson's patients with their tremors. And you, you just wonder how, how it can, but like I said, I think it, it is kind of helping turn the clock back and it's an overall rejuvenation. At a cellular level, yeah. Yeah, and then helps with hair growth. So we have here we have a helmet that you can wear to help with thinning hair. It's not, it's not a like a one hit wonder. It, you have to be very consistent. The Parkinson's patients, the one in particular that I watched sat with the lights on his head for 20 minutes twice a day for like months. But by the time they started to really see like their mo fine motor skills improving. So wow, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's it is so interesting. I I find our one device does both IPL and the lights and the lights portion of it seems to be the most popular. We recommend with the body pads that you could come in if you're having a surgery, 
come in for a few sessions and then come back again as you're healing just to help speed everything up but yeah we do have one so the one that i was saying we have with the infrared is a mask and it, we purposely brought it in because it's rubbery it has a lot a lot of lights in it you can put it right onto the skin so it's very very close to the surface of the skin and has four different lights green blue red and infrared and you could put it anywhere because it's so flimsy you could put it on your head you could put it on over a shoulder so it's very versatile and for our, for our professional customers we can, they can have retail it to their clients for around $300 so in comparison to what's on the market it's really good quality very versatile and very competitive right you can get glasses that you just put on and they have the light so if your main concern is your eye area then that's great i think you can get them pretty inexpensive i had watched a vlogger and she was saying that she would set her alarm 20 minutes early put on her mask or lights and then go back to sleep for 20 minutes and then and I thought, oh, that, that would be a perfect way to be really consistent. And so that's when we brought in the masks. I thought, okay, that, that will make it easy for people to use, use it quite often. And she had said that she wondered if her, her main followers that followed her all the time had noticed. And some of them commented and said that they wondered what she was doing. So we had we knew from our more expensive machine that it it does work really well, but the little handheld ones are fairly inexpensive and very effective. So, are there any red flags? I got one in a, you know, those subscription box things. I had gotten one, and it was like a little. It looked like it just had kind of like a round top, and I would just have to hold it onto the skin. I really. Obviously, I'm not super consistent, but I really didn't think it was as effective as the bigger mask one that I have. So are there red flags? Like, I know we talked about number of lights in the distance, but what's a don't go there? I, I think that any, oh, like, it's, if, if you're not going to be consistent with it, like, it's probably going to be a waste of money. And then the ones that are really little and don't have very many lights, you have to hold it in one spot for three minutes and then move it around the other three minutes and keep it moving. And some people just don't have time to do that. But I mean, if you have a problem area that you're just focusing on, it might that might be convenient for you. I don't I don't really think there's a really a downside to them. I think just, probably how how would be a downside is the convenience. As you just said, when you have a mask and you can put it on your client or your client at home, you can maybe relax or carry on with something, right? When you have to hold it, including the professional during a treatment, you have to see them physically hold it. So mm -hmm. until you maybe financially can go a little bit higher and invest later on when you put some money away and maybe make your own personal payment plan towards it, it's just about timing and convenience because like you said, the lights are there and they work, but you need to hold it in one spot. And like you said, maybe the home care side of that is targeting the areas, 
right? Like the hyperpigmentation, the um, acne, the scarring from whatever may have happened, the the wrinkles, for example, and or they every day they target one new spot. Like it's all about direction and how you'll help your clients understand the best way. But as a professional doing the service, I would say the inconvenient side of it is that during the math, it's probably your best bet or potentially during, I don't know if steam is a good idea, but while your peel is on and you're holding it just above with the peel, something like that. But when you're sitting for 10 minutes while a mask is being, I mean, we don't want to leave our room anyway. So maybe that's the, the spot and the timing that they could bring this into their professional services for their clients as well. You saying that makes me think like before you buy a machine, think of how you're going to incorporate it into your treatments. Maybe again, budget is a thing. Maybe you don't have, you would just do on the hands while they're masking, then you would need something smaller and then you would move up. So maybe outlining how you're going to use it and then finding a machine that's going to fit how you want to use it and the budget that you have to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And then some of them have multi-use. So we have one that's a five in one. So it has, some galvanic ultrasonic vibrating and and things and so there's ones that are going to help with product penetration too not just the lights that are doing it so there are multi-use ones the only downsides to them would be if you're epileptic or because it could the, the the lights and some of them the flashing lights could bring on a seizure so they're the yeah, ones that aren't candidates and they well the ones most of the ones we have are very bright so some people find them uncomfortable unless you really like cover their eyes really well and even the this the, those tanning uv goggles don't don't cover that well um, there's usually light seeps in on the edge so uh, you really have to cover and then the blue light isn't good for your eyes so you're not going to want to have your eyes open you're going to want to cover the eyes work if you're using the blue light and that goes to the professional and the client and the user yeah yeah exactly some people watch tv and put on their masks <laughs> and the red light is okay the blue light is not okay <laughs> so you know not that we want to take much more of your time, but it's kind of led me into something else that I know we focus on LEDs, but I think you, the way you touched on this about even choosing equipment, whether it's handheld devices or whatever it may be, there's, you know, how would you guide them into choosing? There's a lot of people starting out or they're now, you know, financially able to add into and you know, diversify their services and that. What are some tips you would give them on on how to choose equipment in general? I don't know if that's too general of a question or you have a, an answer for that. Well, how would you recommend or guide them through it? I think I think you have to be wary of are you going to get your money back kind of thing? Like what's it going to take for you to kind of make it worth your while? Like I said, with that little mask that we that we have that has the four colors in it, we're not, you're not adding time to your service because you can put it right over top of a mask. Well, well, like a traditional mask while they're masking. So you can incorporate it into the facial, but because you're giving them more technology, then you can also have it as an upsell. 
So time is money. So if you don't have to add to your time of your treatment, but you can add to the price of your treatment, that's going to help pay off that device a little faster. And then trying to get ones with lots of lights that go close to the skin so that they're effective because your clients might be using something that's less effective at home and they're not really seeing as much of the benefit from it as you'll see in the treatment room. Like if they've flared up, if you've done like a mini peel or something on them and their skin's got quite flushed, you can put the blue or the red light, right, light on them and it will calm the skin down quicker than it normally would with just a traditional mask. So you can show them right in the treatment room of how, how quickly. And I remember when I first was reading, it was saying that it's like your products are on steroids. Like it should help them penetrate deep, deeper, quicker. And so your serums, your masks, your, your concentrated products that are meant to do something, whether it be calm or rejuvenate or whatever it is, the, the mask is going to increase. Well, the, the lights in general are gonna increase the effects of that. So yeah, and so, and but the same is if you have a handheld device and they are masking, you can move the device around instead of having the mask on. But yeah, I would just, I, so many times I hear from accounts that they've invested a whole bunch of money in equipment and they, are still struggling to try to figure out how to get it paid off to make it worth their while. So with these, it's they're fairly inexpensive way to really up your what you're already doing for your clients. And then if you can find something that's inexpensive enough to sell to your clients, then it's going to maintain the results that you've, that you've done for them in the treatment room. Interesting. Yeah. I like how you, you brought in the fact that like, maybe think about how you would incorporate this into your services and, you know, really talking about when you're going to do it. Like you said, this can be done during a mask and they're there anyways during the mask. Why not add this to the service or instead of an upsell, maybe this is part of your facial and you have to, of course, raise your price because now you're incorporating in a device of whatever it is you choose. And like you said, it doesn't change the time of your service. It's just adding on to it. So, yeah. That's and because it. they are anyway. everywhere, like anybody can just order one off of Amazon or whatever it may be. So you just you got you got to think that if you're if you're going to add it to it, they you know, you kind of want them to see to get the benefit of it right off the get-go. So mm -hmm. I think that's with everything. Sometimes in our market, things get overly saturated. Now you can buy little handheld um, microdermabrasion things. You can buy little handheld- Laser like hair. Yeah, and, and all, all the things that they can do at home. So you have to think about how, um, it's going to be worth your while you're not trying to compete with those platforms and because the market is so saturated these huge investments for something that then they can buy at home right so yeah it has to be yeah i think too, like you said is the knowledge behind understanding your device and what it's doing and how different it is from the ones that maybe are being sold 
online. Typically mm -hmm. the strength or the length or the whatever equipment that is, isn't going to be the same as the professional level. That's one thing. But like you said, it's a great add on a support on a retail aspect to your clients, but now they can maintain what you've been doing, whether it's an acne treatment, hyperpigmentation, scarring, you know, after waxing for healing, like there's so many factors with it that, that help, that can help your clients at home and just making them understand that, but there's the time frame you need to be committed to, to do it. And then why not retail them at home, the device, because you know what, probably they're going to be asking you, Hey, I bought this thing on Amazon. Tell me more about it, but you don't, you didn't sell it to them. So how are you going to tell them what that device is? You don't know what that is. Well, give them something you know about, and then it's just like a product, no different than selling them a mask. You know, the product and how it should work and you know prescribing how to use it, you would do the same aspect of that device um, that you're selling to them as well, giving them the, the, the time management to it and a plan, a game plan, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And when you're using the devices and you can see the benefit of it, it's easier to relate that to a client than, you know, yeah. so selling the device that you're using you're gonna already know what the benefit is if they're coming to you and asking you well i saw this on wherever what's it gonna do for me well you don't really you can't really you know mm -hmm. yes the lights are going to be good for you but are they going to be effective enough there's some that you can just screw in a light bulb and stand in front of it but like I don't know when it's not that close to the skin, is it gonna, how much benefit is, it's not gonna hurt you, but how much benefit is it gonna actually do Give when me. it's- Right. Yeah. You know. yeah, I saw one the other day with some advertising, this tower, and you yeah. lie down to it. I was like, but you're like 10 feet away from it. Like, what is it doing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think there's that side of it, whereas you, the professional, the people that are listening is that, really look at those things like that that mm -hmm. observation i made right like wait a second wouldn't you have to be like up close to that when you understand the devices you have and how they're supposed to work are they going to do the same aspect of wherever they're getting it from there's a, there's a bed that you can buy it's very expensive and you lay it you literally lay right on the lights yeah i saw that too or there's some that are like at the, I think some of the tanning salons are kind of catching on that they need to pivot a little bit. It's illegal in a lot of countries now, tanning beds or rooms or whatever. So they've brought in some red light therapy, but again, it's you're in a closed quarters. It's much closer to you. I think you're gonna see a lot more benefit from that than you know having a red light in the room with in the same room as you i just don't know as much right but like i said i don't think it's going to hurt you it's still overall good help mm -hmm. well on that note i know that um i've personally witnessed you help many many customers clients with this information and i think that's one of the aspects that you do a little bit differently with beauty cult you really do research your devices and that and if you don't know about it 
you say, I'll get back to you because it's almost like it intrigues you and you want to know more. That is the thing I'm very interested in what all the things Mm -hmm. I didn't think I would be when I got into this industry, but fascinating ingredients. I'm fascinated by all the clock turning back things (laughs) that you can do. (laughs) That'll be another episode. See, we're going to get her again on here. Awesome. Well, thanks, Tara, so much for joining us today. We will add the information on this episode if you want to contact Tara at any time. I know that she's a source of vast math information, so feel free to utilize it. I do all the time. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Beauty Babble. 